Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays, a podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle and relationships with a splash of controversy. Welcome back to the show. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. What are we drinking tonight, Evo? We are drinking Prosecco. And real talk, it's actually not night just yet for <laughs> us. It's actually like, it's like late afternoon right now. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it's champagne o'clock. <laughs> I'm definitely down with that. And this is a this is a, a Prosecco rose. And, uh, and I'm definitely not a rose drinker, but I do like this we had this yeah. on thanksgiving so i was like ah yeah. let's do it again yeah we had two bottles actually we had the regular and then we had the rose and both the ro- of them were good yeah definitely yeah. so let's cheers cheers and cheers to everybody out in our audience today thank you for joining us so let's get right into the show and i think we have some great topics oh yeah today and again, these topics roll right off of the back of some conversation that we're already having on social media. Yeah. On our last episode, we talked about was it easier for men or women to have sex? And we got a lot of comments about that conversation. And something that I saw, or rather a comment that I saw mentioned quite often or repeatedly was... A woman's value can be determined by a man by how many partners she has slept with. And that got me thinking about how does a man really know? Unless a woman is being open and like I guess raw and honest about her past, I don't feel like a man is going to know unless they roll like in the same circle. I was just thinking that. I'm like, you know. If she rolls in the same circle and there are girls who uh, who tend to do that, mm-hmm. their business is out there and it's just, you know, they're going to be branded per se. Yeah. So I feel like those are the only two ways a partner can know how many past sexual partners they may or may not have had. Other than that. Well, yeah. You said like, right. Honestly, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really feel like it's possible. So that got me thinking about... <laughs> dirty little secrets that men and women keep from each other (laughs) and the reason for that i thought was like i know for damn sure there are people walking around in relationships or courting people and they're not being like they're they're not telling their whole story they're keeping things secret i mean who doesn't try to put their best foot forward I would I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. I think I think everybody is going to want to uh, present themselves in a manner that seems more I guess favorable to the person that they have interest in. Yeah, I mean I, I think that when you meet somebody you try to present the best image of yourself mm-hmm. possibly can uh, cuz they say uh you know first impressions are everything. Or rather, isn't it, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. I mean, I think that's what makes it everything. Yeah. And you know, what's funny about that. I think about how like we had a conversation sometime back about how, you know, you did have girls that were part of like your social circle and you found yourself not necessarily giving those girls a chance to be anything other than uh, uh, like a casual sexual encounter because you knew about their past. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. That was really distracting me over there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that goes for anybody, though. I mean, and and even speaking for myself, uh, there was a point in time where I was, um, you know, being extra friendly and, you know, and really not trying to be discreet about what I was doing with, uh, with girls. And, you know, I started to get like a reputation in my own circle, mm-hmm. you know, and I had to kind of like, you know, fall back off that. Because it was getting to the point where, you know, where I would go places and I'd meet a girl and they'd be like, oh, you're Evo. Mm. And I'd be like, what does that mean? And I'm like, yeah, I heard about you, you know, because I used to be very, you know, flirtatious and. Yeah, the stuff will catch up with you. Something struck me just now when you just said that. um Anybody would potentially like not consider being more serious with someone based on their past. Like if you you run in the same circle and you know that person to be, I guess, promiscuous, you're not going to look at them any other way than like a casual hookup. And you said anybody would well, do that. You know, all right, let me retract that. I don't mean anybody. All right. Cause, you <laughs> because know, I was like, that's, um, that's a, that's a actually, bold statement. That's yeah, a very bold statement. It is. But I, I, you know, most cases it is going to uh, affect the way someone is looked at by someone. Yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah. I would think and that, I, you and, know. And I'm sorry, but I didn't mean okay. to but I would I would like to say you know either way it goes, you know, someone may not care at all. Mm-hmm. You know, then based on what they see, you know, it's going to perceive them to not care. Like I don't really care about that. Yeah. You know, um or they see that and they're just like yeah, nah, I'm not messing with this person. Yeah, so it, like you know, this, that whole conversation just kind of got me thinking. I was like, what if a person just ups and moves from their previous location to a whole new country? Oh, that's whole a new reset s- button. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like, you know, I, like there's no way you're really gonna know. And I feel like there are things that men and women are entitled to keep secret to themselves. I think it just helps with someone's own sanity to a certain extent. Yeah, and. I know for sure there are things that women will keep secret and a lot of women can identify with some of the things that I'm going to talk about and I feel like the same goes for men. Here's an interesting question, right? Sure. <clears throat> let's say you let's say you meet you meet someone. Mm-hmm. And you know, they don't know anything about your past. Mm-hmm. Conversation comes up. Hey, so you know, if we're going to be intimate, mm-hmm. I need to know like have you been with a lot of people? And you say no okay or the person i don't want to use you as an example but the person says no mm-hmm. aren't they putting themselves in a position where they're actually lying and potentially running a risk of them getting caught in that lie sometime in the future i mean it is very possible that okay that person that you know okay so it is very possible that the person that said no that they don't sleep with a lot of people mm-hmm they end up getting into a relationship of some sort with that person that asked them that question. Mm-hmm. Time goes by. Somewhere down the road, they run into somebody that they know. Okay. Or, you know, or the person the person that's dating that girl. I'm going to use a girl as an example. Just try to keep this off of him and they or they're him. All right. Okay. Or, or the person that's dating that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they see a friend they haven't seen in a long time and they're like, oh, my God, you're dating this guy right here? Yo, I know him. Mm-hmm. I know him, yo. Yo, he's a he. A, he's like he's a whore, you know. Or like he's mm-hmm. a you know. So like, yes, you can lie about it, mm-hmm. 
but you're, you're you're putting yourself in a situation where it could blow up in your face. Um, I definitely think that I definitely do think that that is possible, but I'm going to tell you what I think about that. <laughs> you and I actually had that exact situation happen. Did we? Yeah. Um, you're going to have to refresh my memory because it's not. I will. <clears throat> it's not coming to, so, to, to mind right now. You and I went to a party, New Year's Eve party sometime back. And you were confronted by an old friend of mine. And we were, that was the year we were set to get married. And that person cornered you and oh, said. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're and that, right. And you and I at that point had been together for five years. Yes. Because it, it was the year we were getting married. And that person confronted you and was like, oh, so you and Gina are going to get married? Yeah. That's great. But guess what? You don't really know Gina. And Evo, fill them in on exactly what you told this person. All right. So um, basically the person told me that, you know, there's things that I don't know about you. Yeah. You know, and I, and I said to that person, I said, listen, I don't care. You know, that's not, if I was concerned about what she did previous to our relationship, that would have been a conversation that I would have brought up. Yeah. I never brought it up. We never had, I never even thought twice to question you about your past and the people that you slept with. Cause it was really, it, it, it literally had zero importance to me. So I, let me just pause for a second. I don't even think that that person potentially was just talking about my past sexual experiences. I think that person was talking about who I am as a whole, as a person. So like, the whole, yeah, the whole enchilada. I, I, you know, I generally felt that at that point, mm -hmm. I knew you to the core. Yeah. Except that part of your life, which I had no interest in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I feel like everything that we've spoken about up until that point, I, I knew what I needed to know. I mean, I was literally about to marry you. Yeah. The only reason I asked you to marry me is because I felt like I knew you in and out. And there was really nothing else. Like, it was just, now it was just time for us to, like, move on to another level. Um, and... You know, I quickly brushed that conversation off like, listen, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. All right. And um, and I walked out of the room and then like they started like kind of like circling the party, trying to like make their way closer to me. Mm -hmm. And eventually we ended up in the same room again. Yeah. And they brought up the conversation again and we're being persistent, kind of like trying to I felt like that that person was trying to like plant seeds of doubt in what me and you had. And little did that person know that. um what we created was impenetrable yeah and i went off on that person at that time because like now they were just pissing me off yeah and then you know obviously you know we left the party after that so that's my answer for you right so <laughs> but in the example that i gave you mm -hmm. the example had the question had come up hey no so have the, you the example you gave me was what if you ran into somebody no, no. the example started with me saying you meet a person mm-hmm you say to the person, hey, listen, we're going to start being intimate. Mm -hmm. Have you been with a lot of people? Yeah, I okay. guess it depends on what a lot is Right. To you. I don't want to put a number on it. I'm just saying okay. the conversation came up. It went along those lines. It was discussed about sexual partners. Mm -hmm. And the person that was being asked said, no, I have not been with a lot of people mm -hmm. or whatever. Instead of, instead of being honest. Because, I mean, we were talking about, you know, Unless you know the person in the same circle, you don't really know mm -hmm. unless they're being honest with you, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying that is that yes, this is true, but if you're not if you're not honest mm -hmm. to begin with, then you're setting yourself up for sab potential sabotage in the future. 
And the reason you're the example that I use by that is that somewhere in the future, you know, in the future, you know, you think you're okay with the person that you're dating now and you end up running into your past per Mm -hmm. se. Okay. Your your past comes to surface up and it can cause a big problem. Okay. So I think it's interesting that you bring this up because this runs right into the first thing that I think women will keep secret and that is their past partners. And women will keep past partners secret for, um, I would say an array of reasons, but I think that the primary reason that women will keep secret how many partners they have had in the past, whether it just be how many people they dated or how many people they had sexual experiences with, is because we are shamed by men and we are shamed by other women about our sexual past. We are not given the same sexual freedom that men are. Yeah. So... That is something that a lot of women will keep secret because I feel like a woman is going to enter into a potential situation with a man, regardless of her sexual past. She is going to hope that that man is going to value her and potentially like her or love her based on the content of her character in that particular moment. So I would hope... That if I, at that point in time, if we're using me as an example or, you know, hypothetically speaking, that if I didn't divulge to you exactly how many people I was intimate with and my past ran into us, mm-hmm. I would hope by, I, by that time you would have really gotten to know who I was mm-hmm. and value me for who I was at that time versus what was in my past. Yeah, well, I mean, Because you have to understand that. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's you right. have to understand that women will hide that evil because I know, I know we why. are shamed. And it's not and it's not because that they want to lie to you. It's because it carries this stigma in society that potentially shows us to be a less valuable woman. Yeah, well that's why I'll never ask that question. Okay, cuz I don't yeah. and more importantly, I'm not concerned about how many people you've gotten into bed with. I'm more concerned about how many people have you been in a relationship with oh that's interesting how many people have you given your heart to Mm. that's what i want to know because ultimately yes we're like we're physically going to be together but on a deeper level we are we are going to we're going to get into each other's hearts yeah you know what i mean and so like i want to know whose heart i'm getting into what what is the condition of that heart how many times has it been through these traumas and ups and downs and what is the condition of it like that's what i want to know what i'm getting into bed with um what else i find very interesting about that is are you going to let another person's opinion of the person or the man or woman that you're with potentially sever your relationship with them and the fact that i think people will allow that type of um perspective to disrupt their relationship I think is unsettling to me and to 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 a certain level because I directly think about that example that I just gave you which is that time that we excuse me that time that we came across an old friend of mine that was really carrying some animosity towards me for things that I experienced with this person at that time maybe like 10 to 15 years prior to us yeah 
and this person was in a, in, in a way in their life that they were looking to be a hater, like in, in oh, a yeah. nutshell. So could you imagine if you would have let that, if you would have let that seed be planted in your mind, what that could have potentially done to our relationship? And I think that that's the risk that a lot of people take when they allow that to happen. I actually just read a quote today that says, when you allow other people's opinion to dictate the your life you become prisoner to them yeah and that's exactly how i feel i know it's not an i know it's not an easy thing i know it's hard to whether in your job in your relationship or in society to not potentially take a person's opinion about you like to take it onto yourself but let me tell you the freedom that you will have in your life if you basically are just like i don't give a fuck because at the moment you allow another person's opinion to take hold of you, you're no longer who you are. You're trying to you're trying to aspire to what that person thinks you should be. Yeah, well, I mean, listen. So I think that if somebody comes to you and they tell you something that you don't know about mm -hmm. the person that you're with, mm -hmm. um, I definitely think you should listen. Okay. Okay. But be prepared be prepared to hear something that you may not like um, and be prepared to talk about it because it, there may be some truth to it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that sometimes people are told things that they need to know that they're unaware of. I saw something. I saw something um, one time. It was a, a clip on the Internet where a, a, a woman walked up to a guy at a gas station and mm -hmm. asked him, are you such and such? And he was like, yes. Mm hmm. And he's like, I, she's like, I want you to know that the person that you're with is sleeping with so-and-so. Mm -hmm. It's sleeping with so-and-so and, -so, and the baby that you got, that she says is yours, it's not yours. It's this person. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're a good person and she's a piece of shit. And I want, she goes, and I'm, and, and I'm, and he was like, you know, being very like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. He almost kind of like took it as where she was. Like trying to like sabotage them, mm -hmm. right? And she was like, "Listen, Which that happens." She was like, "Listen." She was like, "I, I knew you were going to act this way." And she was like, "There's more of us who feel this way about that girl, and we all put this money together." She had a big wad of money. She goes, "Here, this is for you. You deserve it. You deserve better. Look at your look at your situation and look at what you're into." I was like, "Cause she's like, you're being done wrong." And in that situation, you know, someone like that is being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. which does happen mm -hmm. um so i think that in a, in the in the situ in the situation that you're with someone that could potentially be taking advantage of you and you don't know mm -hmm. you should definitely listen because you may learn something that you don't know but take it with a grain of salt take it with a grain of salt as far as like it may also be a lie it may also be something that's being set up to you know to, to sever the the relationship that you have and try to play it both ways so that you can either dispel it as true or untrue or true mm. i think that's the best way to i mean that's how i would yeah deal with I, that situation. I think that's very rational yeah well I, I and i feel like that's rooted in a lot of logic uh i <laughs> it's funny that you bring that example up because Again, it reminds me of something that I just more recently saw. And it, it was that clip of Cardi B on the panel of Love and Hip Hop. And it's the clip where she's talking to, 
I forget what guy it is because I'm not too familiar with the, the all the people on the show. But mm-hmm. she's basically telling this guy who's running between two women, um, and they, he has children from both of these women. She's like, men like you deserve to get used because you have no fucking respect. So what I find interesting about that example that you gave is that there's always like two sides to a story and then the truth. There is. So let's say that that woman was sleeping with someone else. Let's say that that child wasn't his. I wonder what his situation is. Do you you get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that that justifies what the person that approached that man is claiming that this other woman is doing. I'm not saying that in, in the least. I'm just wondering what the full picture is. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting that's an interesting question and that's why and that's why i tell you that when a woman chooses to withhold how many partners she's had it's not because she's withholding it because she doesn't want you to know that she's had x amount of partners it's because it carries something different for her as a woman yeah i mean i agree with you and i I think that there's other reasons why oh yeah there's there's there's, probably plenty of reasons why they would withhold i said that information and i mean and i think the same thing comes from you know Mm-hmm. a man as well yeah you know? I, I i said that right from the beginning i said there's an array of reasons yeah. but i think the primary reason is that we don't want to be slut shamed because men like to use slut shaming in all facets yeah. whether whether you're whether you are pr- promiscuous or not i can't tell you how many times i've been in a situation where a man has made an advance at me or has cat called me and i have not um you know, reciprocated in t- from their response or f- from, from their advance and I've been called a slut or I've been called a whore just because I didn't engage with them. I think what's even deeper is that um, not only will men mm-hmm. slut shame you, mm-hmm. but other women will too. Oh yeah, because it's a power thing, Evo. It's, it's, it's a pr- another person trying to show power over who you are and they're using that over you. Well, what I mean as far as like women are at a disadvantage in the situation because um, if the tables were turned mm-hmm. and a man has seen to have a lot of partners, mm-hmm. more than likely his male counterparts oh, yeah, will, probably, no. will probably big him up for it oh, yeah. or sometime, you know, or t- give him some type of props for it and m- a lot of women will speak up to like, you know, shame them for their actions, you know, so... You know, yeah, I, women have definitely have more of an incentive to kind of withhold that information and be selective about, you know, releasing that. Yeah. And it's it. And to be honest, it's very unfortunate. It is. And it, and this is why I said that this conversation rolls right off of the back of what we were talking about last week, because um, a lot of men obviously had a lot to say about why they value a woman based on how many partners she has potentially had and a lot of men were also dropping this um this saying of being a if i'm a high value man i don't want a woman that's had a lot of partners and i would um i would implore a lot of these men to find out what exactly is a high value man because i think a lot of these men have no fucking clue what a high value man is i think they just think it's a man that has some sort of integrity and what they don't realize is that term comes from a particular person and i'm not going to mention their name but the people that are mentioning this they know where it comes from so if you think you know what a high value man is i would love i would love 
for people to leave comments for us to let me know what you think a high value man is yeah. and what a high man you what a high value man deserves. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting <laughs> interesting question and my definition of it was definitely not what because mm-hmm. i asked the, you yeah you did you did and i had i had my own definition of what a high value man mm-hmm. was and it really was it, i, I want to say maybe like 10 percent of it fell in line of what that person defined a high value man to be yeah another another like a relationship coach yeah another relationship coach you know here's what i've learned right <laughs> i think it's funny right where you have these people where they're saying uh I am this type of person, so therefore, I deserve this type of person mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. What I've learned personally is that what I needed in my life mm-hmm. was not what I what is it was. I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. What I wanted in my life. Mm-hmm ended up not being what i needed in my life yeah because i remember one time me asking you yeah because based on your past your past girlfriends i looked at you one day and i was like are you sure i'm what you want because i'm the polar opposite of your the women that you were with previous to me yes and you know and i hate to and i just want to it's a very complex thing to explain um because when it comes to a partner and what you think you want in a partner, a lot of the things that we want in life aren't necessarily what we need in life. Oh, yeah. Right. So if you take that example, if you take that 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 scenario mm-hmm. um, and you apply it to your relationship with someone, most people would realize that what they're seeking after is not really what they need. Well, people are they are associating what they want with happiness. They think if they get what they want, that they're going to be happy. Right. And they haven't done enough internal digging. Yes. To be fully self-aware, to understand what they need, what they need, what they need. And it's a huge difference. And so I want to simplify this for our listeners and our viewers um, in a, in a way where, you know, I hope, I hope people don't find this offensive, but, I'm going to go ahead with it anyway, you know, and I'm going to use the example of a car where most people want that high luxury, you know, Range Rover, you know, exotic cars. Right. But. If if they're, if that's not something that they actually can take on in their life and they can maintain, then it's going to become a problem for them. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in reality, what they need Mm-hmm. Is something way different. They need a Toyota Corolla. They need a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> they need something that's reliable, that's going to start every day, and that's not going to break. Their, yeah. That's not going to break their pockets, right? And when they, if they were just to buy that Toyota Corolla, they would realize that overall they're just going to be happier. Yeah. They're going to have more money in their pocket. This thing is not going to be a headache to maintain. No. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be reliable every day. They're going to start it. It's going to not going to give them any problems. You know and. Not to say that some people shouldn't go out and get a BMW or Not a Jaguar. To say, yes, but you have to make sure that that's something that you're going to be able to maintain. Yeah. You know, along with it being something that you want, um, you got to make sure that it also hits the points of the things that you need. Right. So if you get out, if you, if you go out and get a Range Rover, right, um, you, you may find that it's not practical for everyday use. Yeah. Right. You may find that... <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's uncomfortable in certain ways, 
you know? I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about this in terms of how some men will seek women. And I've watched it play out where they go after what they think they want. And then they end up with it and they're fucking miserable. Listen. And I've watched it happen time and time again. Because what a lot of people don't know about me is that I worked in a very heavily male-dominated industry for a very long time. Yeah. And I watch it happen over and over again. And I just would sit back and just be like. Yeah. Which I think this. So <laughs> it kind of it kind of opens up the. Um, it kind of opens things up to, to say that. It's very important to get to know a person. Mm-hmm. before you commit to them you know and yeah. pursue a person for who they are rather than what you see on the outside yeah you got to ask the right questions yeah and, and and if you're not then something's gonna pop up and you're and you're gonna you're gonna be blindsided yeah. by it yeah. so since i gave you a uh secret that women will keep i would love to know what's something that men will usually keep secret um hmm Something that men will usually keep secret. I want to say men will usually keep secret about the person that they're seeing. Um, how they truly, truly feel about them physically. Okay, you, you need to elaborate. Um, so, let's just say... You have a man who's dating a woman and, you know, after some time, there may be some things that he finds that he doesn't like about her physically. Okay. I think that a lot of men will keep that a secret and not say nothing about it. And why do you think men do that? Um, For multiple reasons. But for one, I mean, one large reason is not to hurt the other person's feelings, um, not to create a uh, an uncomfortable situation. Um, I think not to be confrontational. That's interesting that you say that because we're actually going to be talking about that later in the hour. Oh, are we? We're going to be talking about how to say something to your partner that may hurt their feelings. Yes, we are. So I think that, you know, for a lot of reasons, including the ones that I just mentioned, a man won't say anything. And I think that um, this that leads right into, um, you know, what we call the nonverbal issues. You know, that mm. starts to fester inside of a person and grow like a wild weed. That's interesting because I feel like there are things that women can will keep secret that will not fester. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think that... All right, so yeah, let, I'd love to hear an example. The first one that I gave you. I don't think that's going to fester on a woman at all. I think she is completely understanding as to why she's keeping that secret. There's no guilt. Right. So, There's like the reason why I'm saying it won't fester in a woman on the first example I gave of concealing how many partners she had may had is because she's concealing it for a very particular reason. And there in in that lies no guilt for her. So because there's no guilt, it's not going to fester on her. Um, it's not going to eat away at her and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't tell him that I had X amount of partners. I beg to differ. Okay. Um, you can. You That is your right. But I, I'm speaking from a woman's perspective, and that's why speaking, I'm choosing. Well, you, that's why we decided to talk about what women and what men do. And since I'm a woman, I'm going to speak for women. You can have you can have a perspective, but you don't speak for women. So you don't think that somebody who lied about oh, okay a woman who lied about 
how many partners she's had with mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, she's an honest person. And she likes yeah. to be honest. You don't mm-hmm. think that something like that could potentially wear her down no. in the long run where she feels like, you know, things are really going great in this relationship. Yeah. Um, Why know, would that even be a concern? Let me finish. Let me Sorry. Finish. Okay. She's like, she's saying, you know, and she's just thinking to herself, <laughs> you know, things are really going great in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I really like this person, but I did this one thing. I lied. I lied about that. And, I, you know, <laughs> and it may come back to bite me in the ass. And I would much rather it just just get it out mm-hmm. and deal with it now then it come out and sting me and make me look like a bad person later on in the future yeah you don't think that that's a possibility and one and one female i'm sorry female i should not be that's saying fine. that that's fine uh i meant in one woman like mm-hmm. you are you're doing that thing that we're not supposed to be doing where you're sedating it at everybody has one condition that they would not you they would not do right so you're saying that no woman no, ever. What I, what I said was is that I speak for women, and I I You're feel not. like You're I feel like for all women. No, I I'm saying that I speak for the majority, Evo. Oh, okay, so then and yes, one woman. Yes, there's always there's always going to be a um what is that saying? There's always going to be a um an exception to the rule. Yes. So, but when I say that I speak for all, when I speak for the majority of women, so I was going to say oh I speak for the majority of women when I say that no I do not think that that is going to fester, and in addition to that. Um, I recently just heard a statistic, uh, from a psychologist that said, on average, people lie at least two times a day Oh, on average. And this is as, as a whole population and whether it be a large lie or a little lie. So let me give you an example of a little lie. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I was late to work today. I I overslept. No, you could have just stopped and got a coffee and you didn't really want to tell your boss exactly why you were late. Everybody lies multiple times a day. So do I think that that one thing that she decided to keep secret is going to fester on her if she is predominantly an honest person? No. That is just that's my opinion. I speak for women and I explain to you that the reason why I think it will not fester on her is because she is choosing to withhold that information because it carries a particular shame in society that is not that does not carry the same level of like freedom as it does men so it, it's it's very different to us but she can listen very easily can she come to realize that in the relationship that she's in the the man mm-hmm. is very understanding the mm-hmm. man is a very open-hearted person an empathetic person mm-hmm. someone that she's maybe misjudged at the beginning and rightfully so, because she didn't know the person mm-hmm. to withhold that type of information. Mm-hmm. But but come to realize that she did withhold this information. And knowing that in this particular relationship, that honesty and truth is at a top priority to this person. I think the reason why you're saying that, Evil, is because you this speaks to your character directly. Absolutely. It does. <laughs> it speaks to my character 100%. And yeah. I would respect this woman. One thousand percent more. Yeah. If she came to me, to my face, mm-hmm. and said, "Listen, I did something in the beginning of our relationship. I didn't know you. I know you now. I withheld something that you honestly, I feel like you should know because I feel like that you won't, mm-hmm. you won't judge me. Yeah. And I see that now. Yeah. All right. And I'm willing. To, I'm willing to be honest with you. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you something. She would level up ten levels with me instantly, right then and there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then if she withheld it. And later on, it came out. And now I'm all of a sudden, now I'm looking to the right and like, I don't even know this person that I'm with. 
Well, like I said earlier, if you're going to allow someone else's perspective or opinion to infiltrate your relationship, then I think that that, in my opinion, that is, that is a, that says a lot about you rather than the other person. I don't, I don't think so. Well, because you know what's, you know, you know, I know you don't think so. And I just said that what you're saying right now speaks to directly to your character. I know you so well, Evo, and I know that's why you were kind of like pushing this of issue. Of course I am. Because and, and, and I don't. I don't think we should continue to go back and forth on it because you gave me your perspective and I gave you my perspective and my perspective is no, it will not fester. And yours is that is that it will. I th yeah, I think that, you know, in some cases it will. It yeah. would. OK. And I and, and and like I said, I feel like I speak for the majority All of right. women moving on. So but you that, gave me that you was gave my me, example. Yeah. Your your um, your your secret that men will keep. I could see how that could fester because if you were choosing to be with someone to deaf do you part and you are keeping secret how you truly feel about their physical appearance, their physical appearance can only go one of two ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, one well, Number one, people age, so they're definitely going to change over time. And, and two, whether that person is choosing a more fit lifestyle or they're not, that's really going to determine how they look overall. So... If you choose not to tell them about how you feel about their physical appearance, I could see how that could fester. Right. So this because they can change that. Right. And I feel like that this would exist in pretty much any scenario where it's one person's feelings about another. You know, you're mm -hmm. the example that you used is is was the way that someone views themselves. Like they're going to keep something secret about themselves. You know, mm -hmm. like. You said that someone is going to keep secret. A, a, a woman would keep secret how many partnerships she was with. It's not about how she feels about herself. I said it's. A, I said the primary reason is because it carries a shame in society. Right, which in turn make her feel a certain way about herself. But that that, that doesn't mean that that's how she feels about herself. She's, but she's still keeping something secret about herself. It's her own personal yeah. with information she's withholding. Yeah. In the scenario that I'm giving you, it's one person hold withholding the informa information about how they feel about the other person. Yeah, okay. Which I feel like that if you're looking at this person on a day in and day out and yeah. you feel a certain way about them that they don't know, mm -hmm. that's going to fester. Yeah. And that's why I told you I don't think that it would. And it but these are not, like, they're yeah. not equal comparisons. Yeah, correct. That's the point I'm trying to make. I know, but you're, you're trying to beat me into saying that I think it <laughs> No, no. I really, I, listen, I respect your answer. I, you, you said, you're saying that you don't feel like that it would fester. Yeah. You know, we're going to agree to disagree on this one. I think that we've made some very strong arguments on that. Mm -hmm. And we're going to move on. But this is this champagne like yeah it's so bubbly yeah, it's making me bubble so much oh i know God. me and Evo keep moving away like, from the mics and we're like yeah, oh my god excuse these me mics are so sensitive that so now we know them. like uh no champagne on the show yeah no no, no champagne and uh, what is that no sex in the champagne no sex room. in the champagne room. uh is that because it makes you like what I, you I, know, don't I don't know. It's I don't just know. a line Listen, in a song. Let's but not, it's, yeah, it's, let's it's, not divert from the... It's definitely, it's definitely uh, more bubbly than anything we've ever drank. And it's definitely making me have to um, move away from the mic because I feel like I'm going to... Listen, but real it, talk. I feel like I'm going to burp. tastes so good, though. It's amazing. It is. Um, so let's move on to my next secret that I think women will conceal. Okay. And... Um, I just want you to know that these are things that I actually put this question out to my group of girlfriends. 
And I have, I would say, I, I put it out to three separate group of girlfriends because I have like different groups of girlfriends. I have girlfriends that I've been friends with since I was young. I have a group of girlfriends that I've had um, for the last maybe like 10 years. And then I have another group of girlfriends that I've been with for like maybe like the last couple years. Just because of based on where we live and stuff like that. So I was able to put this question out of like what are secrets that women keep from men. And um, they helped me kind of like take a poll. Mm -hmm. Because there were, some I, there were some that I already had in mind. But I was just wondering if this was like... If the things that I think women keep secret are other women keeping the secret. And if they, they confirm my suspicions. And this one, I I thought about this one. I was like, I don't know. This one seems a little like out there. But let me just put let me just ask my girl groups and see if that if anyone else thinks that this is something that happens. And you know, they confirm that this is something that women will keep secret from men. Is uh and maybe this may come as a shock to you, but women will, women will keep secret previous pregnancies. And no way. Yeah. I'm acting shocked. <laughs> You're an ass. Um, and I mean previous pregnancies that they didn't go full term with. Yeah, I think that full respect on that. I'm not going to judge <laughs> a woman for... Um, well, you shouldn't be judging a woman what she chooses yeah. to do with her body, yeah, period. I just, listen, that is... I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I just see things differently. I have a lot of respect for women and their bodies and, and what they go through. And especially, you know how I feel about childbirth yeah. and what women do and what they go through. Um, and, you know, if a woman had a traumatic experience or an experience where, you know, there was... They had a pregnancy and it didn't work out and... They chose to abort. They chose to abort or whatever. Listen, I am not the guy that's going to be knocking on the door to open that up and let me find out. Like that, I like. It's hard for me to even bring into words why that is so sacred. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it should be respected as such. I think it should be sacred in the in the matter of you are not a woman. I just think that listen, if I. I hope that one day I can make you feel that you can just openly tell me something like that. Me? No, anybody. Like, oh, I was like, no, 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 what are you not, talking not you. about? I'm just saying in, oh. a, in a situation like that one, right, where I was dating someone uh -huh. and they, you know, they had in the past where something happened to them, you know, they got pregnant, it didn't work out. I hope that just naturally by the person that I am at some point in our relationship, you, I make you feel comfortable enough to where you could just openly say something like that yeah. and know that my response is not anything that's going to make you feel uncomfortable yeah you know but unfortunately that's not the case for a lot of people and you know they do keep you know a lot of women mm -hmm. they do keep that stuff secret but um i find that stuff to be something that you just you tread lightly on and you just fully respect whatever decision was made at that time you know what i mean yeah um choosing to keep something like that secret tends to come from almost like the same thing from the first one that i said carries some sort of shame in society yeah you know there are states and there are states here in good old america that will literally look at you like you're a piece of shit because you had an abortion yeah so and there are certain religions that frown upon abortion or abortion is not it's something that you cannot do so could you imagine meeting a man that is like i'm a christian mm -hmm. and i'm pro-life 
and you have had a previous abortion from potentially a traumatic experience, I'm sorry, I'm not telling that man. Because in my opinion, it's really none of his business what I chose to do with my body. And I know that a lot of people have feelings about that, like this whole a woman's body and her right to choose. Uh, But could you see how because that action is so explosive in society, why a woman will choose to keep that shit secret? Yeah, it's definitely a sensitive subject, you know. There's no question in my mind that um, you definitely... That's like you want to like walk. You're walking on eggshells when you talk about something like that. Yeah, because I, I, it not only does it carry like potential, it carries a social stigma, it carries um like political beliefs, it carries like religious beliefs. Like there's a lot of like that shit is like a walking time bomb. You know what I mean? So, I know, and I know of women that have kept that secret. And I completely understand why. Yeah, I mean, who the hell wants to be judged? It's. I don't think anybody wants to be judged, Evo. I, I, I you know, I. It's unfortunate that like we even somewhat care about that, but that is something that's really different. I mean, I, th- I feel like a lot of these all f- fall into the. Um, it, it all fall into like not wanting to be judged. You know, I think if you took judgment out of this whole sin, you I, know, situation, I don't think that they want to be shamed. Isn't that the same thing? I feel like that they were like they're one and the same. Yeah, pretend like I, I could see how yeah. you could make that connection. Yeah. I just think that um, a person doesn't want to be shamed for like a personal choice that they may have did it for all of the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But other people may not see it that way. I know, and look at them differently because of the choice that they made. You know, so. But I think the difference with abortion is is that in some in some places there are people that look at it as a moral wrong, and because it's a moral wrong, it goes like beyond shame. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So that one was like when I thought about it, and then I posed the question to my girl groups, and that one came back. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that's deep." Yeah. Because I wasn't for hundred percent, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Because I, I know of people, um, and some of these people I no longer am in contact with. Because you know I'm not young, so like I've met a lot of women through the course of my life, and I know of women that have done this. But because I no longer am in contact with these women, I'm like, I wonder if like my girlfriends like have they experienced this? And when I got that answer back, I was like. Yeah, this is something definitely what we do. By the way, I disagree with you. How so? You are young. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you know we we've had that back and forth a few times about like how you know you you you, you feel like you're not young anymore. I'm not. I'm considered yeah. middle age based on how long a person lives. That's a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Evil said no. This is some social bullshit, and I'm not nah, fucking subscribing I'm not to that. It. I feel how I feel, and the rest of you can go fuck your life. <sighs> Bing bong. Bing bong. Um, can you please now right. tell me something that an, a man would yes. keep secret? So one now, thing. Now I give you that deep dark the, shit. Just like, yeah. Um, one thing that a man will definitely keep secret 
from another person is uh, his criminal history. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Especially like if he's a felon. That carries a stigma that is just, it's a, that's like a stain you can't wipe off. And so many men, and you know a lot of the people, you know, mostly people that are criminals are, are men. Um, and that carries a, um, a judgment that's, you know, that just cast it upon that person that it's almost like default that at the beginning of, of some type of friendship or relationship that that information is withheld. Wow. That one kind of took me, took me by surprise. You know what's interesting about that is that I know people who have a criminal past and I've seen them in conversations withhold that information. Yeah. You know, I think it's still also because funny, they, they carry some shame. That does. It, it carries some shame. And the sad part about it is that, you know, people make mistakes. You know, people make mistakes. But but being a criminal has. um, Or have been have committed a criminal act, because yeah. I don't think if you. If you did your time and you paid for the crime, you should no longer be considered a criminal. Because that, that sounds present. Well, you could still be a criminal even though you did the time and you paid for the crime. Why? Because there's plenty of criminals that go to jail. Mm -hmm. They do their time and they come out and they still commit crimes. Yeah, but I'm talking about people that are reformed. No, yeah, I, I get a that. A person that like maybe one time yeah, committed sure. a robbery and then they went to jail, they served their time and they come out and then they are a... Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's 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 the both sides. That's those are the two sides of the coin. But because people love to focus on the negative, mm -hmm. um, when it comes up that a person is a criminal, immediately the negative, yeah, is casted upon them. You know, they're stereotyped. There's no like, okay, well, you know, how have you been since then? You know, like yeah. what's your life been like? You know, let's shed light on and, and give credit to you may possibly have changed your life around, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. You know, that's a growth that should be celebrated, you know, and those people deserve that. But because that's not the it's immediately like stereotype. Oh, you especially for somebody who hasn't been to jail or especially for somebody who doesn't have a criminal past. The way that they see that person, oof, man. I'm just imagining like a girl going to her. Look on your face. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Because I'm just imagining how that conversation goes. Could you imagine like a girl going to her parents and being like, I met this guy. He's really great. And their parents are like, oh my God, yeah, tell me about him. Or they're like, what's his name? Real quick. Yeah. Let's look him up. And then they fucking do a background <laughs> search and they're like, actually, yeah. he's committed three felons. Yeah, or he's a pedophile. You know, like. Oh, that's, um, to me, that's. That's beyond being a criminal. Yes, it, it definitely is. But like, let's say. But these are the things that, like, that these, are the, just... these are the things that people will withhold. <sighs> yes. Wow, that's um, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. We're just dropping bombs today, boy. Oh, we need one of those machines that does the sound. I have something here. No, let's not do that. Let's not do uh, it. I'm just, right. I was just joking. Right. But we can make it happen. I honestly never even fucking thought about that. Yeah. And I know that there's what I just said you never thought about. No. I mean, yeah. it's but the funny thing is, is that it's something that I do know. You know, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm aware know. that, well, you know, 
that women have abortions. No, that they would they will withhold that information. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. How do you know that? Because every abortion that I've ever found out about somebody that I knew mm-hmm. was by someone else. You know, it's never been oh, it's never been the okay. per, you know what I mean? It's never been the person that actually had the abortion that told me. It was somebody that they knew who I became friends with and we became really cool that confided in me that hey, did you know this about this person? You know, because you know that person. And they confided Why in me. are people first of all, why are people gossiping about that kind you of know, shit? You know, I feel like that gossip and, and, yeah, you know what? Because I have and, never yeah. once came to you and been like, "Yo, uh, so such and such." Right, this, I get like, that because you have that level of respect for your for your friends. Well, it's not even my friends, evil. It's just about like well, the people I, that you know. I just, I, I just feel like that. I feel like that's none of your business. Well, you're the type of person that, and I know this, and I can say this confidently, is that there's certain aspects about you, um, and your relationship with other people that are vaulted inside of you, yeah, especially other women. Yeah, especially I put such a high value on the conversations that I have with women that I don't think men should yeah. be privileged to. And I'm not saying that in like a mean way. I'm not saying that like, oh, men don't need to fucking hear this. No, it's not that. I just think that as women, there are things that we need to communicate to each other that men will maybe have empathy towards, but they will never understand because they're not a woman. Yeah. So I don't feel like I should then share that information with a man. But, you know. Yeah. So um now that I've dropped that bomb on you, <laughs> what uh what other nuclear uh bombs Okay, do we have so here? Th- this is the last one that I have. Ugh, God. And um <laughs> Can you pass me your glass? Please? Uh sure. A woman I feel like will keep secret their true feelings about their uh, partner's parents, how they feel about their partner's parents. Mm. Um, because I feel like a woman wants to be seen as the good wife or the good girlfriend and that they're being cordial when it comes to like the family's interactions yeah. And this girl may meet this other person's parents, whether if it's a girl dating a guy or a girl dating another girl or however that dynamic is. Um, I feel like a girl will keep secret to them how they feel about that other person's parents, especially if like they have like some sort of suspicion about that parent's feelings about their relationship. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so you're saying like um like if if that person has a really good relationship with their parent mm-hmm. that they will especially keep those feelings secret. Oh yeah, but what I mean that in addition to Let's say for example that the girl that you're dating meets your mom or your dad and they get the vibe from your parents that your parents don't like her. Okay. And they're passing judgment on that girl and the relationship because of whatever those parents, however they feel. A girl will continue to conceal how she truly feels about your parents, even though she got that vibe for th- from them, to keep the situation between you and her good. Hmm. 
Because could you imagine? I can't relate to that. Okay. Well, could you imagine? And then the reason why you can't relate to that is because I've truly told you how I felt about yeah, your parents. Yeah, I do the same way. Like, I, I know, like, Yo, but... Your parents don't like me, bro. Yeah. yeah. But could you imagine in the same exact example that you gave where a guy or, you know, or a girl has a really good relationship with their parents where, like, they have, like, a very loving, supportive relationship and then the girl meets their parents and then like after that I interaction the girl's like so by the way i don't think your mom likes me or your dad likes me and i think she's a bitch could you imagine how that conversation goes um i would hope that it doesn't go that way but here's here's what i here's how <laughs> i feel about that i think that the the person that wouldn't say anything about it mm -hmm. would be the person and this is just my opinion I don't know if this is any true. Okay. Okay. I'm just some guy in a basement talking to his wife, you know, <laughs> on a show. So, <laughs> um, but welcome I, to Shit Talk Fridays. Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays. <laughs> uh, so I I feel that if you if a person truly values being accepted by the person that they're seeing's parents, right? Mm -hmm. Am I saying that? Are you following me? Yes. Right, so if, if they're seeking, if they truly value the acceptance from their dating, the person that they're dating's parents. Yes. Okay. Then it will come out that they how how they feel about the parent, right? So for example, I'm gonna use <laughs> I'm gonna use us as an example, right? I'm gonna say if we met your parent, we were dating, we met your parents. Mm -hmm. I felt that your parents didn't like me. Mm -hmm. It is like at the top of my priority list. Mm -hmm. that I get along with your parents and that your parents like me. Mm -hmm. right, that's just a personal choice of mine. It's something that I just feel like it's important to me. Mm -hmm. I want to be liked by your parents. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, you know, the um, the dad that gave away his daughter, you know, and he gave his daughter away to a to a good man. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that to me is like a uh, it's like a rite of passage as for, for a man. Right. I understand. Right. So it's important for me to be liked by your parents because I know that they approve of me and they approve of me being with you. And just for me, that's just important. Right. So I feel like that that a per that someone that has importance, not even in that light, but for saying like mm -hmm. they're just like, like it's important to have a good relationship with the person that they're dating their parents. If they get the vibe that their parent that the parents don't like them. I think that they would want to talk about that mm -hmm. and say, hey, like, I don't think your parents like me, you know, like. Mm -hmm. How can we get this right? Like, what do I need to do? Like, I want because it's important to them. It is important to them that the parents that the parents accept them. So they want to try to figure it out. I think that for someone like that, <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't like just keep quiet about it. Now, a person who don't care. Yeah, I'm that person. Right, you don't care. They're not gonna say nothing. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know. She don't like me. She don't like me. Fuck it. Well, I'm not gonna not tell you because I don't care. I'm not gonna. Um, I don't think you understand. Maybe, maybe you misunderstand what I'm saying. I think that there are people that do care and still won't say it. Yeah, I can't they, relate to that. Because they know that if they tell that if they tell their partner, "Hey, this is how I feel about your parents, and I think that your parents X Y Z," that may really put a wedge in between them and that person. So they're not willing to risk that, Evo. No, I'm gonna figure out a way to talk about it. We're gonna talk about this. That's you. That's but what I'm saying. But you, that's, that's, okay. why, that's why I said I can't relate. You, in this sense, you come from a very logical standpoint. You come from like this. Like you come from this thing of like rationality. Do you not? Do you not understand when someone is approached, and a girl tells a guy, "Yo, I think your mom's a bitch," like. See, I wouldn't say that either. I know. Well, I'm just like I, I, I'm being very I'm I'm being very real life about it. Like if if a person if a girl tells a guy, is this real life? if a girl tells a guy, <laughs> yo, listen, I really don't like your mother, and I really think that your mother doesn't like me. Yeah, that could end the relationship, Evo. Okay. 
so again, mm-hmm. I really don't like your mother. Mm-hmm. Your mother doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Um, or if just the other way around. So, okay. So if it's important for that person that they have a good relationship with the parent. What person? The person that's saying, hey, I don't like your mother. Mm-hmm. Your mother doesn't like me. That mm-hmm. person. If mm-hmm. that person values mm-hmm. the parental relationship mm-hmm. and they generally feel that I don't like your mother, mm-hmm. then I don't think that relationship is going to go any further. I don't I don't feel like that. That's something that's going to um, potentially like have long term lasting because that's going to be an issue moving forward with that person mm-hmm. and their family. And it's going to be like a. It's going to be like a thorn in the relationship. Oh, I mean, fine. I, I, I'm just going to tell you that I, I'm telling you that girls will keep that shit secret. I'm sure they will. What I, for, for the sake okay, of their relationship. The, and, I, and, and the and argument I, that I'm trying to make is that, yes, they I will. I know, but okay. I don't, and I don't disagree with okay. the argument that oh, you're okay, posing. That's, all right. So then, that, then, then we're good. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with the argument that you're posing. I'm just telling you that that is something that girls will keep yes, secret. I agree with you. I was just simply stating that in some cases, mm-hmm. they won't. Because it's important for them to work it out. Yeah, and I'm just telling you that in some cases they will keep it secret because it, it could potentially just blow up the whole relationship. I agree. I agree. I'm again. I'm I'm speaking for the exception to the rule. Yeah. Because you know that's how I like to do it. So. All right. <laughs> now that we've like, I mean, we've obviously talked about like these things that people keep secret. So now, let's talk about how you could potentially tell your partner something that may hurt their feelings. How would you go about doing that? because these are things that if we're keeping secret that if eventually you have to this shit comes to the forefront that you may have to talk about something that happened in your past how you feel about something currently how how do you feel about your partner's uh, appearance yeah how the fuck do you go about having these type of conversations without hurting your partner's feelings because let's be real some of the things that you may be thinking about your partner or some of the feelings you may have about your partner, yeah. no matter how you pose it to them, it can still be hurtful. Yes. So how? what do you think would be maybe a piece of advice you could give someone about how they could go about giving? But before, before you answer that. Okay. Before you answer that. I wonder if you were choosing to tell them do you think that there should be like an essence of sugarcoating when you're delivering these type of messages? There, there. Yes, you. I mean, I, I definitely think you need to tread lightly. Um, treading lightly and sugarcoating things are a little different. I feel like that treading lightly and sugarcoating things are one and the same. Um, because you're. I feel like you're taking a very um, tense situation, mm-hmm. and you're treading lightly you're being very careful about it and i just feel like that that is being like i don't know sweet and like very just trying to be very nice about it and i just feel like sugar okay has all those aspects so of it let me give you an example of like what i would consider sugar coating when i was a manager at the previous company that i worked for when i had to give feedback to an employee that was in a negative light i used to have to sandwich the feedback okay i know what you're talking about so 
what I mean by sandwiches for the people listening that don't know what sandwich means is that I would have to couple the negative feedback with two positive pieces of feedback. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I was telling the person that I thought that the job that they were executing was poor, I would have to say something like, I really value you as an employee but when you're on the floor, you're not executing your customer service to the best of your ability. But I see how much you strive. Yeah, That's a sandwich. I'm putting that negative piece mm -hmm. in the middle that I need to deliver with two pieces of positive information. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by sugarcoating. And treading lightly, I think, would be me withholding certain pieces of what I need to say mm -hmm. to but still trying to deliver the message. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So can you just, can you repeat the question for me one more sure. time? Sure. So what I'm asking you is, should there be some sort of sugarcoating when you're delivering the information that you're giving to your partner about what it is that you want to say? What it is that I want to say as far as trying to tell them something that potentially may hurt their that feelings. Potentially should may you, hurt their feelings. Should there be any element of sugarcoating? Um. no okay no and i know i'm kind of just like no, no. i know i know that i'm just kind of like hitting you with this and i know you need a minute to no think i about don't it. Okay. i really don't because i because right. i i know the answer to this question i mean mm -hmm. it's for me it's crystal clear okay so when it comes to telling your partner something that would potentially hurt their feelings this is something that needs to be discussed in it's a sensitive subject and, yeah. it, and it needs to be discussed in a safe place okay and what I mean is a safe place is that before you um, start speaking to your partner or your friend about things that you feel that could potentially offend them or make them feel uncomfortable, you should definitely develop some type of relationship where you can speak about things in a safe place, where you can be honest with each other and not mm -hmm. judge each other. Mm -hmm. It's not. This is not something that you just want to just, you know, pull the pin out and let the freaking, you know, the tidal wave roll over on because anyone's going to get drowned anyone will drown in that information okay so you it's kind of we seen a video the other day right how you how do you train a cat to go in water it took the person 30 days 30 every day they had to put this cat in a little puddle of water right so one day they put it in a little tiny just to get their feet wet and then the other day they raised the levels a little bit and then their feet got wetter and every day every day they just added more and more water to one day the cat felt comfortable standing in water mm -hmm. if you're going to be releasing information to your partner or the person that you're with that could potentially make them uncomfortable you need to make sure that you develop you create a space that if you're going to submerge them in information that could potentially make them uncomfortable that you've created a place where they are comfortable being in that situation. Mm -hmm. You don't just do it one day and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to tell this person how I feel because that's not going to go well. It's really not. Yeah. So you have to developing that part of your communication is key mm -hmm. to being able to tell someone some, something one day and being like, you know what? I'm going to tell you how I honestly feel. Mm -hmm. We can do that. We do that with each other quite often we do and while you were saying what you just said it really made me think about i feel like you and i have created that space exactly however <laughs> that's what's important the I space know. has to be created before you just come out and say something Correct. to somebody but i'm gonna l let's be real evo even though we created that space that does not mean that feelings don't 
don't go off kilter. I'm not saying that they that, so, they that they don't. So because I have seen that happen in our relationship where we have said something to each other that is potentially hurtful and it's not intentionally hurtful. It just it is being it is something that we know may hurt that person's feelings only because of, maybe because of how raw the information yes. is and, and you've and you have created that safe space. I will remind you and I've said this to you many times. I'm telling you this because I love you and because I care about you. Because if I didn't tell you, then it would really cause a problem between us. Yeah. Because then I'm hiding my true feelings about something that we're going through, which then in turn turns turns yeah. into what? It turns into an issue. But what type a of nonverbal issue? Yeah. Where I'm walking around with this shit on my shoulder, yeah. this chip on my shoulder, mm -hmm. that you have no fucking clue as to why I may be, yeah. you know, disgruntled about something. Yeah. So I want to tell something to the viewers that I feel like it's highly important. And listeners. And listeners. <laughs> um, that it's highly important to have being able to have conversations with someone that may potentially be very offensive mm -hmm. and particularly your your partner because i'm i'm speaking to this because this is something that I, I i practice i try to practice a lot yeah if your partner is going to tell you something that may be offensive it is imperative that you try your hardest to not make that person feel uncomfortable because they're not going to tell you again yes you <laughs> you want as as offensive as the information that they may be telling you excuse me mm -hmm. as offensive as the information that they're telling you may make you feel it is your job to make it seem that it is not offensive yeah it is your job to make it make them feel that they are in a place where they can speak freely and you are going to respond in a way that doesn't make them feel uncomfortable for saying what they said and i also think that it's so I think it's so okay for you if you feel blindsided by the information that you're that's being delivered to you. I think it's okay for you to say to your partner, "Wow, you really took me by surprise." Yeah. Um I I really need a moment to collect my feelings right now because I can tell you right now, I've done that to you. Yeah, absolutely. You have said things to me where I'm just like, "Whoa. I actually have no idea how I feel about that right now." I need some time to think about this. I need some time to like really dissect what you just said to me. We have to re we have to revisit this. Yeah, and I think that that is a prime example of what a textbook answer should be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so if I told you something that was just blindsided you, right? Mm -hmm. A response like that is going to all right. Yes, it's clear that you're upset. Yeah, but I know that moving forward if i tell you something that's blindsided i'm not going to get an explosion out of you i'm going to yeah. get this okay she's going to have to process this mm -hmm. i may not like the result of this but at least i was i was given a space where i was able to yeah let this off my chest i was able to talk about it you know and 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 don't think that just because you said something and the person gave you a safe space to say it that it's still not going to make them feel uncomfortable. And yeah. the result of it may not be um, what you expected. But the point of it is that you're able to communicate to the person so that they better understand how you feel 
and you know what's going on internally inside you i mean i think that just that is the foundation of a relationship that is that is two people relating to each other giving themselves a safe space where they can talk and work out their emotions and without things getting crazy out of hand and i know that's easier said than done yeah because it doesn't work out listen this, this is not a this is not like a textbook <laughs> thing where every time that we say something to each other, there aren't emotions that pop up, but we actively work to give each other that space. All right. It's not a hundred percent. You know, it may be, you know, 80, 20 and maybe 70, 30 sometimes, you know, it's, you know, I feel like earlier today we had a situation where I said something to you and it caught you off guard and you came back to me a little bit later and you were like, Hey, by the way, what you said to me earlier, this is how it made me feel. But it, your initial reaction mm-hmm. was like defense. Right. But because we are, instead of you not coming to me, instead of you, like, you could have chose to not come to me. You could have mm-hmm. chose to just be like, fuck her. She made me feel like X, Y, Z. No, you chose to be like, Gina, what you said to me earlier, this is how it made me feel. And that's because we are actively practicing that. Because I can't tell you how many times that you and I have gone through something where we have said something that is hurtful to one another, not intentionally, but it just has come out in, in the conversation or the argument. But then we revisit that conversation later and we're just like, you know, I really thought about what you said. So it's definitely not perfect yeah. as a whole, but I think because we practice it more, we've gotten so much better at it. And, you know, like we're fucking 16 years in. So I think we can say that it's a tried and true practice. Yeah, it is. Listen, My job is to love you for who you are, right? Is it evil? I mean, (laughs) I'd I'd like to say that that's that is that is that is my job. I, I, you know, like I can't. How can I love you for who you are if I don't allow you to speak about who you are and how you feel? It is highly important for you to give your significant other the space to speak and say how they feel so you truly know who they are at the core and then you love them unconditionally in return and the dynamic that that creates is unmeasurable yeah i i would agree i want to give a piece of advice because we're talking about like how do you deliver this type of how do you say something to your partner that's potentially helpful? And I think a lot of the things we said are really helpful, but there's some other pieces of advice that I would like to give that I think could help someone in this situation, you know? And this is something that I've done. Do a mock conversation with a friend. Mm, that's interesting. And that comes from my managerial business background. I've never tried that. So... I guess the best way I can explain that is like if you're about to go into an interview and you have a mock interview with a friend or a colleague and you really run through it like if you were really having this conversation. And I would like to say that I have a really good girlfriend that I've been friends with for at this point more than 30 years. And there's times that um, I have found myself potentially going into something with you where I know that the conversation is going to be difficult and because she is such a good friend to me and she is so non-judgmental and she is she definitely plays both sides of the coin when I have these conversations with her and that's what I love about her and I feel so 
I feel so lucky and so privileged to have this relationship because I don't think everybody has this. But if you have a girlfriend or a guy friend that you feel like you can confide in, that they're not going to judge you for the information that you you give to them about a really hard conversation that you're going to have with your spouse, you'll run it past them and like be like, listen, this is what I want to say. How do you think I should go about doing this? Mm. I actually have a joke with this it's friend where, yeah, I actually have a joke with this friend where <laughs> I call her and I'm like, so am I being a bitch or not? <laughs> <laughs> and she'll, she knows exactly what I'm saying when I say that, because she knows that I'm about to go into a conversation with you about something that like what i want to say i could come across like a bitch yeah so i ask her and then i tell her what the situation is and then we kind of run through it and then i can't tell you how many times evo and you know what friend i'm talking about she'll be like i know exactly what you're talking about yeah she'll be like uh gina you know i love you we've been friends for a long time but you are being a bitch <laughs> and you should not that should not go that way yeah and it makes me realize it makes me realize that um I need to like reevaluate how I'm looking to deliver something. Yeah, that's a great idea. I and I just I don't. That's not something I do. Yeah, um, I, but that's why I chose to yeah. give, give that example that's because I I'm, I know that I've done advice. it. But you do need to. I do think that you need to be careful because there are people that thrive on other people's. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There are people that like... They thrive on other people's drama. Yes, correct. So you really need to be super careful about who you're sharing this type of information with. And the type of information that you're sharing. Correct. Because you and I have had a situation, um, I want to say like seven years ago, where I thought I had a friend that you and I shared it together. Yes, we shared something about your past, mm -hmm. which we spoke about on the last show, which was that you had a previous substance abuse mm -hmm. problem. And then that person took that information and manipulated it. Yeah, and shared and, it with and, somebody else. And shared it with someone else. And then how they retold it. And here's, this is <laughs> funny thing, right? This and is, I was so hurt by that. This is the prime example on how being who you are truly and disclosing who you are truly with the person that you're being like close to is important because what ended up happening is that the person that you shared information to about me well mm -hmm. we i mean we shared that information it was like a mutual yeah, thing we shared this information with this person because we honestly thought that you know that they were generally a good person right they gave off and then so what ended up happening is that they told somebody and then i ended up meeting that person later on mm -hmm. we became really good friends yeah and i mean like really good friends and then the person came to me and was like bro you know, like that this person told me something about you and I can't believe that they like they said this about you. You know what they said? And then they told me something that I know was true, tr was true, was true. But the way that they told it was right. They, they, it was it was twisted and manipulated. But I know that the, that, that what they were saying to me was true because I only told the other person. There was yeah. no way that this person could have knew this about me. Yeah. And they came to me. And because our relationship was so good, they were like, bro, I can't believe that this person said this about you because I know you. And like, but it was because you, um, the, the, you had become friends with this guy yeah. and this guy, you had shared with this guy, the same information. And then they were like, you know, what's so funny about that is that what you're telling me right now, someone that we all know painted that whole situation with a different brush. Yeah. They made you look like a yeah. savage. Yeah. And I honestly was so 
I said I, initially I just said I was sad. I was, I was I was so fucking angry about that because I had invited this person into my home. Yeah. I had invited this person around my family and I embraced this person because I felt like I, tr- I I saw them for who they truly were and me telling them about your past was nothing to Not you Not only that, me. but this person really made it an extra effort to make themselves feel like they were um, like that we were close. Yes, correct. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. went above and beyond yeah. to like, you know, you, you've, I mean, you have that person in your life that makes you almost feel like your family, you know, that treats yeah. you like your family. This person acted that way with us. Yeah, well, that person was doing it for all the wrong reasons. They were doing it because they were on the down low a hater. And I hate to fucking use that verbiage because I feel like I will say for the most part, I don't really have haters in my life because anybody, anyone that really knows me and that I keep in my circle, especially now, we are we are a loving group. Yeah. And there's nothing but love. And the only people that I find that hate on me they don't know me yeah so i i could personally give a fuck and the fact that i thought that this person really knew me and then chose that route i was like all right say less yeah you will never ever be privileged to anything in my life ever again and me and my husband's life and from that day i never spoke to that person ever again they never they never even I think we may have made like small contact, uh, eye contact. And like when I tell you this person still to this day has no clue as to why I never spoke to them again. And honestly, I could care less. So that's what I'm saying. Excuse me. That's why I'm saying if you want to take the advice that I've given, which is to run this through with someone, please, for the love of God, Make sure that it is a person that values you and your relationship and that you can entrust in them that they are not going to be one sided and they're not going to use that information ever against you. Because my dear friend of more than 30 years loves you so much. And there's so many times I have posed a scenario to her about how I'm going to say something and she will literally stand up for you and like she, she will present what she thinks is your perspective because she knows you so well. And and that's why I say I do a mock with her because she knows us so well. And because we have developed that level of, you know, um, trust with one another, she does the same thing with me. Mm. There's so many times she'll call me and be like, this is happening. I want to say this. What do you think? Let's run through it. And it's so helpful to our marriages because we have that trust with each other. And then in the end, what winds up happening is we all get together and we fucking laugh about it. Because then we wind up just being like, you know, I called this chick and I told her X, Y, Z. And if it wasn't for her, you'd have got it, you know? No, but uh, so that I wanted to share that. And then um, the other thing that I wanted to say that I thought was a good piece of advice is treat others how you want to be treated. So if you're going to say something to your partner that you think potentially could hurt their feelings, think about how you would want that same information to be given to you. Do unto others as you would want done to yourself. Yeah. It's the golden rule, isn't it? I kind of live by that. I know you do. Um, <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, Evo is a, is, is a Taurus and uh, his sign is synonymous with loyalty yes. and honor and you hold these things so like at the core of who you are yes. 
that there are times that him and I will bunt heads because I don't feel like certain people certain people should have yeah. that 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 loyalty or that privilege and you look at it very differently than I do. Yeah. Um and I'm very big on like vibes and like how I feel about someone and you know evil is very much like Oh, well, he or she's been good to me, so like I'm, I'm, yeah. and I'm just like, no. I'm very, I very, I believe, I believe in giving people an opportunity, and seeing what they do with that opportunity. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that, in when an opportunity is presented, if someone sees that opportunity as value, mm-hmm. then they are going to act that they are presented something valuable. And if somebody doesn't see it as valuable, then they're going to act like they they have they see no value in what you've presented and i just feel like for me it's a great way to weed people out it is risky mm-hmm. you do take a risk but i'm more than comfortable with taking that risk because i feel like the reward is much greater and that's just how i operate and yeah I, you are very systematic in that way and um i have such a found respect for your perspective when it comes for those ty- when it comes to those type of things because uh, we see things very differently and mm-hmm. I, and and what I do is like I kind of watch you operate. I watch you like maneuver in these in, in this like sector of like how you like to conduct your life as far as like your relationships with other people. And um I find it so interesting. You know why? I, it like So not many people will take chances, right? Um, you think so? I think that they're okay. Not I don't. I want to say not many people, but there are a lot of people who won't take chances, right? Especially when it comes to their relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite the opposite. You know, after a small evaluation, I will take a chance with you, some to some degree. G- give me an example. Um, I'm just like. I don't know. After, like, I just feel like that you'll... Okay, so you'll meet somebody, right? And within a few minutes of talking to them, <laughs> oh, no. that conversation will determine whether you will continue to speak with them for the rest of the evening, right? Yeah. Like, you you wrap that up real quick. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm little, I'm little. quite the opposite. Yeah. I'll talk to somebody, and the conversation may not go, like, the way that where you would want to continue it and I will continue it. I will give them that opportunity to continue to talk and to like create a space for them where they see like, Oh wow. Like I have an opportunity to talk to this person. And, and, and it's, and it's not until like they've actually fucked that up that I pull out. Right. And I think that 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 leaves a valuable lesson. And I think that that kind of like leaves an impression on them about me. And it, 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 it like it almost it says to them like um like wow I fucked that up mm-hmm. and that was something that now I realize and hopefully it'll change them in a way it'll change them in a way where they've learned from that mistake like there I I I create a scenario where somebody where like apparently a, a mistake is made mm-hmm. and that person le- learns from that mistake you will not even let the mistake happen. You'll see the mistake coming from a mile away and avoid it. You'll be like, Mm-mm, there's danger over there. I see that shit. I'm out. And just, you'll like, you'll cut that off. 
I wouldn't say that I avoid it. I would say that I don't interact with it. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I like I just feel like you like you don't and not interacting with it is like you're steering away from it. Yeah, but I yeah. I, 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 okay, so, I feel so like if avoidance. You're, if you're driving down the street and you see a pothole, mm-hmm. you steer away from it. You yeah. avoid it. You avoid the pothole. Uh, I guess Gina's I. Gina's doing what she does right now. Where yes. she likes to she likes to like. Take I get what very I, I, analytical yeah, yeah, about you, words. You're analyzing what I'm saying, um, but in, in essence, you're you're avoiding it. I'm sorry. Um, for anyone that is just listening to us, you can't see it, but our cat is hanging out with me to yeah. the left, and uh, she is making herself quite comfortable by making me uncomfortable. <laughs> like I'm like trying to like scooch oh, her a little bit. Are we? It's fine, and she um. She's like doing all sorts of weird things, and like I tried to like scooch her, and she's just like swatting at me, like "Hello, ma'am, yeah. no." But um, we have a few minutes left before we get to the end of our more show. Like, more like a couple minutes left. I said a few, couple, few, whatever. It's fine. Uh, avoid, you know. <laughs> Yeah. steer away however you want to pose it ladies Evo. and gentlemen i'd like to introduce to you gina gina <laughs> i'm very like i like to be very literal very literal really? about the words yeah okay i had no idea um don't make fun of me okay because um you need to figure out how i like things to be said mm. to me and you know how i am yes uh no but oh, in all seriousness um i know this about you and as you told that story, I, I immediately one uh, situation popped into my mind. That time that you and I went and I actually that you went with me to get a piercing. And I watched you have a conversation with Yo, somebody. That is precisely the scenario that I was talking about. Like, oh, are you? Know, you? We are here right now. Like, oh, <laughs> man. Because when I tell you, I I ran from that. Yo, you, we, we, this guy like sparked up and a we conversation. Were, and we yeah. were in a very small space yeah. because it was a very small um, tattoo piercing yes. place. And the entrance was very narrow yeah. and it opened up into a back space where the, yeah. you can get tattooed and pierced. But the entrance where people could wait was narrow and there was like an event going on. And there was a lot of people there. And this is pre-COVID. And I remember us getting into a conversation with the people that were directly in front of us. It was a guy and a girl, boyfriend and girlfriend that were there for the same type of event. And we started chit-chatting. And I want to say I spoke to this person for about a good two minutes. Yep. And I literally just turned around and sat down. And well, you kept talking. We, we actually, we were in like a group conversation. And with I want to say within about two minutes, Gina just, she just about I was, faced I was and done. just walked out. Like, yeah. It wasn't even like, Oh, you know, like I'm just no. gonna stay in the circle and I'm gonna act like I'm part of this conversation. No, she literally, without even saying anything, excusing herself, she just walked off. Yeah, I was done. Yeah, she wasn't feeling what he was saying, and on, and and on like because you know how I am. Yeah, I know how and you I'm are. I'm big on vibes, like yeah, I said. Yeah, I, I, there was no question why you did what you did, but I, on the other hand sat there and spoke to this oh, guy God. the whole time drove me up the we wall were sitting there bullshitting and then like i started smelling his bullshit and i just kind of like went with it and just kind of really was it was almost comical to me the the the, the way the conversation Look at my face was, yeah, right now i was actually finding it funny the way where the conversation was going and you know you all right so I, this was me right i was um basically 
like the guy who gets picked who gets called by uh like, <laughs> like a telemarketer and who has nothing else better to do but to like go on this long conversation with this telemarketer mm. and just to see how far they could take it that's kind of what that turned into for me i'm like oh, let's just see where this goes you know yeah, and i'm like i'm, I'm in like... a tattoo shop i'm not going anywhere like it's just me and her she's about to get something done and i just had a long conversation and i sat back and just thought what a waste of your energy yeah but anyway I love that we were thinking about the same story. Same scenario. And that just speaks to so much of like who we are and how connected we are. Because as you told that story, I was like, oh, God, I remember that time. I just went to like exit stage left. But anyway, Mm. (laughs) that actually brings us to the end of the show. Yes, it does. And we will never drink champagne on the show (laughs) again. Uh, even though I really enjoyed First and last, it. yeah, just I not know. on the show. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. It was really good. It's, it, listen, it's a great bottle of champagne. Like, yeah. For any of you oh, that Prosecco, like, whatever you want to call like it. The show, yeah, I mean, it's bu- sparkling wine, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Definitely go out and try this. It's great. Yeah. Just uh, don't do a podcast and then do yeah. it. <laughs> but anyway, that brings us to the end of our show. I want to thank everyone for joining us today because we greatly appreciate you and we always love having these conversations. I don't yes. know if you could tell how much fun Evo and I have, uh, but we do this with great joy and we always look forward to doing it. So we hope that you join us next Friday. Until then, peace out. Peace out.